Kikani. Welcome to Dragon of the Movies. Hi, Berto. Hey, everyone. Welcome to blah, 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 blah. Alejandro? Huh? Huh? Oh, my God. He looks so happy. <laughs> oh, no, he's yeah, coughing. Well, he, he, he laughed so hard he started coughing. You okay? Yeah. He's good. He's good. <laughs> Poor little guy. Get it out. Get it out. There you go. All right. Now he's back to basically laughing. what he's doing is he, he he's on a bouncer. Yeah. And he kicks the couch to make the bouncer like shake as much as humanly possible. And then he's like, this is the greatest experience of my life. <laughs> and he, no joke. He's been doing this for 15 straight minutes. And he'll do it for about another 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he might, um, what do you call it? Then he might get tired. Hopefully he'll get tired. And sleep. I like that. He's just working out real hard in the hopes that yeah. he goes to sleepies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I'm hoping too because he, I was trying to put him to sleep and he's like lost his shit. Yeah, poor little guy. Um, okay, Berto, how are how are you otherwise? Uh I'm good. Nothing how's, special, nothing how, to I don't know. How's your week? What been? can I report? What can I report, huh? I don't know. We got uh I got a baby. Mm-hmm. He does baby things. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Exciting. I know, very exciting. Um uh, what do you want me to tell you? He he's now in a mood where he's like, I don't like sleeping and my my eating schedule is all out of whack which means his mother is getting very upset because she's like oh my god he's not eating enough what if yeah. what if what if he stops eating and everything and i'm like yes, he'll be fine he'll be fine yeah yeah but for a little yeah. guy oh I, i'm proud to report he's now starting to eat like uh like liquid banana you know you liquefy Ooh, the bananas and stuff look at and, him um, my mom was like i'm just gonna make a soup and she made like some soup with carrots and shit and gives it to him yeah and he is that might be why he's not eating because he's like hopefully if i don't eat they'll give me these things they're like real food yeah they'll give me the delicious bananas with the with all its sugars that might that might be true he's like but why would i drink this milk or whatever when i could have real food (laughs) why would i drink this milk with all the fucking building blocks i need to grow when i can have bananas which is mostly sugar and fiber yeah i i see no issues with this <laughs> <laughs> all right um, dragon yes how was your week it was fine not, not also nothing special we we had a fun day uh in the city yesterday uh the day before not yesterday saturday where we went to the moma which was fun and we saw the um the <laughs> guillermo, i'm just gonna ignore it. the guillermo del toro um <laughs> pinocchio exhibit yeah, I heard that it's, was really great. It's really cool. Yeah, it's like a really, it's all the, it's like a bunch of the sets and puppets and stuff. And it, it's really cool. Um, I actually, I watched, I, I wasn't going to talk about it. I watched some of the movie and I didn't really care for it. But um, Pinocchio's? Yeah. Yeah. I, it just lost mm-hmm. me and I was like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, but, you know, that makes sense for Guillermo del Toro. No. Um, I've so, uh, heard, so, yeah. And I've heard that it's actually uh, closer to the, like, the, the, the actual book Pinocchio. Which means yeah. it's probably far more gruesome and far more adult. It's like I, not a child story whatsoever. Yeah, I've I, I've heard that as well, which which makes sense based on the story. It was just like a little like some of the characters are a little like off putting or whatever. I don't think it's for yeah. children though. No. Um, I, I, I will I've say heard... we did we did wait in line for like an hour to get into the exhibit. <laughs> Jesus, okay. I know. But we were like, ah, fuck it, we can just do it. It's fine. Um, yeah. 
What else are you going to do for an hour? Yeah. Well, it was one of those things where like, if you were, if you're a MoMA member, you get to go straight to the front of the line and get in right away. Mm -hmm. But we wouldn't get the MoMA membership because we go there like once every three years. And um, makes sense. (laughs) So we were just waiting in line with all the pores as the fucking member people just like get to go in front of us and go in front of us. (laughs) There was a point where we, we were at the front of the line for like, a solid 20 minutes where members just kept showing up and getting shown in before oh, us. And we were just like, what the jerks. fuck? <laughs> anyway, it was fun. I, I liked the moment a lot. It was, it was, it was good. I, I haven't been in a while. It was fun to see like some new stuff that was up and some of the classics like Starry Night and okay. like Monet's Water Lilies or whatever. Anyway, that's what I did. Loser. That was, that was the big I mean, exciting I can't thing. think of anything more for me. You're, you're an idiot. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> okay. Should, should we, should we jump in, bro? Yeah, let's get started because I'm hoping that, I mean, he's still, he's losing his shit. Like, losing his shit in a good way, like he's having okay. a ball. Good. And I'm hoping he'll finally be like, you know what? I'm sleepy now and he's going to stop and just pass out. Fair enough. All right, Dragon, yes. why don't you go ahead and get us started with a little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon! Yes. What did you watch on the couch this week? Okay, so first, um, we watched the Apple TV Plus show Severance. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not real. Blah, Apple blah, blah. Apple TV Plus is not a thing. Stop yeah. trying to pretend it is. Where did you okay. actually see it? Um. Anyway, so this is a um a drama starring uh, Adam Scott, uh, Patricia Arquette, John Turturro, um, somebody named Britt Lower. Anyway, Love it's starring. Yeah, so it's starring a starring a bunch of people. Um, it's really really good. So basically, the premise of the show is that there is this um company where they figured out how to like sever your mind so uh when you're out of work you don't know anything about work and when you're in work you don't know anything about yourself outside of work it like they like anyway that's why it's called uh uh, is this okay go go ahead and then i'll ask okay um so we finished the first season of it and that's all that's out right now it did get picked up for a second season um Mm -hmm. and it's it's just really good it's like a kind of fun mystery thing i really like this kind of like almost sci-fi where it's just like here's a weird concept and like let's bring it to like kind of a let's we're we're gonna explore this world with you and like explain to you how it happens and what the what the logical consequences are of this thing which i i really like i i thought it was very fun i really enjoyed it um uh sorry go ahead no keep going going. no no, that was it that was it what are are your questions no because this sounds like not it sounds like someone took uh the infamous and when i mean infamous i do mean that people hated it because it sucked uh uh ben affleck movie called paycheck where um, he basically like he's like an engineer or some shit like that mm-hmm. and he like it's called paycheck because he t- gets a like he's paid an insane amount of money and mm-hmm. the kind of the thing is like here you have like i'm gonna pick numbers because i don't fucking remember you yeah. you're gonna work for us third for three years and at the end of the three years uh we're wiping your memory for those three years oh interesting. and it's like it's agreed upon initially yeah. and i think it has something to do with like he have he helped build the time machine mm-hmm. but basically they were like this is such a such an important thing that yeah. we can't let anyone know what happened so yeah. like it, it yeah so yeah and then he kind of has to like he leaves himself clues and then he has to rebuild exactly what he did interesting but um it, it, it's it sounds like someone saw that and was like i this movie sucks but the idea <laughs> is kind of there let me uh let me let me let me like make something better oh by the way that that movie's based on a uh, philip k dick i was gonna story. say i was gonna say i wonder if they're based on the same like the same Shorts. thing yeah maybe 
Uh, it could be. It, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, okay. You know, yeah. it, it also doesn't. Sorry. I was just going to say, interestingly, the um, most of the episodes are directed by Ben Stiller, which I thought was fun. And Ben Stiller is a really good director. I know, right? A fun fact. He did your favorite, your favorite movie, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that movie that very well, to be Tropic honest. Tropic Thunder. We should do this on the pod. We should do it on oh the podcast. And that, will be the, we, that would be the final episode because yeah. that is... That's the movie that came out at the time when canceling was not a thing. And we were just like, how far can comedy be pushed? Yeah. And that movie, even that movie was like, is this, people were like, is this okay? <laughs> we don't, we don't know if this is okay. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. plays fucking blackface. Yeah. Um, and, and throughout the entire movie, he's all in on the character. It's fucking hilarious too. Yeah. It's so goddamn funny. Oh, I, anyway. I, I should rewatch that movie. It's so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like it sounds similar to that film. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like I said, I feel like somebody actually saw that movie. I, and, I like I was would... like, I, let, let's rework the entire thing. I mean, maybe I, I think it it's more likely that they're just both based on a short story by Philip K. Dick than it is that that Ben Stiller saw the uh, the movie with Ben Affleck. It was like, I need I must do this. <laughs> by the way, um, I just read that it's this the severance is based off a film. Uh, no, I'm sorry, a, a sci fi comedy novel called Severance. Interesting. So I, it's a whole there... different story. There is, I mean, it is based on something. So there is, um, there is comedy in this. It's funny to me that it's not listed as a comedy because I, I think that a bunch of it is very funny. Okay. Um, but I understand why. Um, but yeah, so that's Severance. I, I really enjoy it. I cannot wait for the second season. Uh, I'm, I, I highly recommend. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. And you said you can find that nowhere because uh, right. Apple TV Plus. Apple you TV can Plus. Only, we can only find that in your head because Apple TV Plus does not exist. <laughs> um okay next uh like, so this is just your way of telling me you saw paycheck and came up with a better idea <laughs> yeah a uh, mi million dollar idea <laughs> somebody <laughs> paid me for it called Ben Stiller right away um okay so next uh we went out to the theater so before we went to the MoMA yeah we went uh to see a movie um and we ended up seeing The Whale so this is the new Darren Aronofsky uh, movie starring Brendan Fraser as a morbidly obese person um and uh yeah the the movie is some of it is good and some of yeah. it is bad yeah and i can't tell if it was a good movie overall or a bad movie overall i truly can't well, i feel like that's most of darren aronofsky's films Movies. except for uh like sorry his, yeah except for a couple of them where i'm like like I really, I really love, love, love these segments, and I hated these segments. Yeah, and I don't know whether I liked it or not. Well, uh, Requiem for a Dream is a really good movie, right? <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like a lot of people are like, I can't watch it, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense because it's yeah. fucking, it's so hard to get through. It is. It's not a. It's not a uh, feel good movie for sure. Yeah. Um. But um, like the rest. Actually, I think the wrestler might be his favorite, his best movie. Did he? It, did he? uh produce it which one the wrestler yeah hold on let's no he made it Ooh, whoops hold on so he I wrote just and directed that i just want to look at his director credits um like mother is one of those movies where i'm like i don't like the the, the idea is stupid the idea i never stupid. i the, never saw it the idea is good the execution yeah. i'm like it's hit and miss but there's some fucking parts in that where i was like this is the most insane thing i've ever seen in my life and yeah. then there's parts of it where i'm like this is just stupid yeah 
Um, okay. Anyway, so uh, the whale. No, it was terrible. I didn't see it. <laughs> terrible. Bad. And it was not good. Bird, just overall, got really I, close I really to it. the really close to the camera to whisper terrible at me. Yeah. Really um, um, okay. Yeah. So so the whale. Okay. Thoughts so, and opinions. So the whale is basically a trauma a dramatized episode of my six hundred pound life. Um, oh. It's based on so it's based on a play which the entire movie feels very very much like it is a play which means the acting is a little over the top the dialogue is a little over the top and I was talking to Andrew about it after and I was like well it makes sense because like when you're in a play you have to like play big to play to the back of the room right yeah but it's a movie so you don't have to do that so it just comes across as like off-putting I think I I think that's I think I think that's like the main issue with it. it it's like, it's not a quiet movie <laughs> in terms of like, like it doesn't like, it kind of hits you over the head with the emotion. It hits you over the head with the dial- dialogue, like does all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought it was, you know, I, I think I, I think overall I, I was more positive on it than negative, but it is a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> it's a, okay. I understand why people are like, eh, I don't know about that movie. And I understand why it only has like a, it has 66% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is, correct okay yeah um, um how is brendan brendan fraser in it which everyone apparently is like they fucking love him in it yeah he's great i brendan fraser is a good actor <laughs> I, I fucking love you forget that that guy in the in the early aughts in the the late 90s and early aughts he was yeah. like in everything fucking great yeah he was in fucking the mummy the mummy is a great fucking movie i rewatched it recently and i was like this is just such a fun fucking action movie really right and yeah it's like i'm telling you like it was one of those that's like man i kind of miss these type of movies which are these big over the top like action movies yeah but it's like fun and stupid and not about climate change which everything is now yeah so like like, it's great yeah Yeah, i i i uh it it felt i i think i think my biggest issue was it with it is that it felt like he just took the play and put it in front of a camera instead of like adapting which, the play for cinema you know which never works that's why like it, you know when you watch like uh movies like older movies and you're just like man the acting is like bad yeah. not that it's bad but it's like different it doesn't it's work for film it doesn't work for film but that's because they were still you have to remember like they were still learning how to do things so mm-hmm. like from when were the first talkies i guess they became popular in like the 30s yeah like uh in like in the third or maybe the late 20s and the 30s that's when they were like oh let's we can talk on this now let's we gotta talk and then they just adapted plays and then it wasn't really until like the 50s or 60s that they were like oh we don't have to scream into the camera yeah (laughs) to people to understand this we can be subtle about it right that that's the thing there's like no subtlety in the movie in any way shape or form um it's also starring the the girl the redheaded girl from um stranger things and a lady from the menu um anyway uh yeah overall i'm glad i saw it i will say now where are you as i've read many articles because you know me i love getting i love reading articles of people who get upset for no reason you do yes. what are your thoughts of many articles of people saying like how dare brendan frazier play the whale he should be played by a fat by a natural mor- morbidly obese gay man um yeah i i don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's almost as if Act- he's act- he's acting act. yeah he's acting as if he was that character <laughs> I don't, you know it's almost as if it's literally in his job description to act as if something is happening well it's also like you know he's it, i i will say this about it like he's he's depicting somebody in like not the best light <laughs> like, like you know like 
somebody who's like literally eating himself to death by being you know and is that that size like what are you gonna do um anyway i it's uh yeah i'm i'm gonna move on (laughs) unless you have any other questions it's the whale no yeah it's Um, fine next uh so last night we watched um a little uh dark comedy somebody doesn't like this this dark comedy a little dark comedy called triangle of sadness so Mm -hmm. this um won the palm d'or for this year um it it is a uh you can watch it you can rent it on voodoo for like six bucks um and i think it's still playing in some theaters like in some smaller theaters um you're like oh look at me i'm all fancy because i watch foreign movies uh i loved this movie it was so (laughs) funny (laughs) it won the palm it won the palm d'or look at me i watch foreign movies i'm so cool um so it's starring this guy named harris dickinson uh and this lady named charlby charlby dean kriak and they're playing like models I don't know. I I'll, t- I don't I'll, know. T- I'll tell you right now, you pronounce that better than I would even, uh, if I attempted I, yeah. it, you pronounce it far yeah. better than I would have. So, yes. Um. So basically it's a, it's, it like kind of follows these two models um, who are like dating each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like very truly laughed a lot during this movie. I love a dark comedy and yeah. it's uh this had like some really, some just like really fun, like kind of disgusting shit in it that I, I just like really, truly enjoyed. <laughs> I thought it was very, uh, uh, very fun. Are you going to give me any plot beats or is it just like, oh, I'm not going to tell you anything because spoilers. Uh, I think I think if I tell you anything, it, it, I think it's just funner if you just watch it kind of unfold. If I give you anything okay. about it, it, it just like it'll take away. I think some of the because some of the some of the stuff that's fun about it is being like, wait, what? <laughs> OK. And like seeing how stuff like happens. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend. I, I really thought it was very fun. It only has a 72 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. and I kind of don't understand, but I guess it's like it's because I, I don't know, maybe dark comedies. Like, dark don't, comedies yeah. 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 You know, critics, they hate they hate laughing. They hate laughing and having fun. They they want to be like, every movie has to be about climate change. I don't understand how like it won a Palme d'Or. Like obviously it's like some Jesus, some wow, critics fancy. liked it. Ooh, look at you. Oh, I know what the Palme d'Or is. Look at me. He's like losing his shit right now because he's oh. sleepy, but he doesn't want to sleep. Poor little guy. Um. All right, Dragon. Yeah. So, so that, highest so, of recommends. Highest of recommends. I really, really enjoyed it. Um. I I would love Virto if you watch it. Let me know, or if like <laughs> if anybody else watches it, let let me know because I thought it was very fun. <laughs> Is it streaming anywhere? Uh, again, you have to rent it. Oh, but maybe you can find it magically on the internet Quote somewhere. <laughs> it's almost as if you could find things. What What is it that they, there's an old saying? Um. The internet is a lot like sex. Uh, if you can't get it for free, you're going to have to pay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, also like Woody Harrelson is in it for a little bit. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's a, it's just fun. I really, it's a I, fun it movie. was like- You enjoyed it. It was like a dark comedy sort of, not made for me, but you know, it, it's it's the type of dark comedy that I appreciate. It's in your wheelhouse. It is in my wheelhouse. Um, um, and, and what, sorry, and what, what award did it win again? Palm d'Or. I believe. Oh, look at you, all fancy. I know. Oh, look at me. I know. I know French French uh, movie festival cinema. Well, movie it, festival the, cinema awards. The only reason I know that is because at the beginning of the movie, at the beginning of the movie, it has a thing that says "Can Palm d'Or 2022." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I guess I won it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't pay attention I do, to what happens. My, I my, can. Yeah, me neither. My favorite thing is always hearing about the palm, the palm d'Or. 
Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Palm d'Or. Because you always hear like, this person got a seven minute, this movie got a seven minute standing ovation at the Palm d'Or. And I'm like, who the fuck is standing there for seven minutes just clapping? I know, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That's fuck you, out here. You 100% just made that up. They probably well, stood up and clapped for 30 seconds. And you're like, seven minutes. Well, I was just like, don't rich people go to this like what what yes. like or is this i and then i was like well maybe it's some kind of like status thing where it's like oh yes i stood and clapped for 10 thing. minutes like it's to... a huge status thing it's so status weird. thing yeah so weird. uh all right um all right, and Jordan. that that that's it Berto. so why don't you tell me about what you watch in a little segment we like to call Berto in the bed while i well, stare at alejandro as, as i stare at as i hold my son in my hands because he started crying because, you know, he's laying down for too long. He has to switch yep. positions. Switch positions um, yes. And by too long, I mean literally five minutes. Yeah. Um, I think about the man that my son is going to be. He's already shipping out to be a man's man, right? Yeah, he sure is. You're right. Yeah. You, well, every time you see him, what is, what is, what do you think? I you think always say bu- to yourself, that is a man who wants steak and potatoes. Right. Yes. Dragon? yes. He's just waiting for you to feed him steak and potatoes. <laughs> Um, he's already eating like uh, what's it called? It's potatoes. Mm-hmm. They they he, sell them with the baby food. So oh yes, yeah, yes he's yes. already he's halfway there. Now all I have to do is just give him the steak. <laughs> He'll do fine with steak, right? He he definitely has teeth where he can chew the steak, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you could actually like like actually like blend it and like yeah. give him a little bit. That way you introduce like flavors and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, more importantly, Dragon, I'm trying to find heroes for my son. That makes so sense. So of yeah. course, me and my chick have been watching the Rocky movies, and we watched. Rocky three. Uh-huh. Dragon? Yes. When's the last time you saw Dra- Rocky Three? It's been a it's been a probably like eight or nine years. Okay. So I will say this. Rocky is one of the greatest films of all time, right? I, sure. I think I can even go. If you if you met someone and they were like, Oh, my favorite movie of all time is Rocky, you would be like, Oh, you yeah, that, like that makes sense. Yeah. Understandable. No, that, that's Definitely. Yeah. Like, like there's certain movies where like someone can say like, this is my favorite movie of all time. And you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And then there's certain, like, there's certain movies where it's like my favorite movie of all time is a uh, fucking war of the worlds. And like, you're uh, you're an idiot. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you give people the look you just gave me, which is like, oh, you don't know movies at all. Yeah. It's like, um, what are you talking for, about? <laughs> Rocky. Rocky's this like small, gritty fucking drama. It's about so a good. Dude. Yeah. Uh, Rocky 2 is like a continuation of that where it's like mm-hmm. a small gritty drama about a character. Rocky 3 is when it just, I, I feel like Stallone just went like, I ran out of ideas for Rocky. Uh, <laughs> what else can I do? And then he was like, I know I, instead of Rocky being from the streets I'll make him successful. I'll make him rich. I'll make him good looking. He's walking around in suits all the time. Like <laughs> Dragon, this is a completely different character. So weird. It's like it's, so it's like it's like he was like, yeah, let, let's let's uh let's do a different genre of Rocky. Well, I, I think he realized like the 70s is over and now what people want are action movies, which is the 80s. We're in the 80s. We're full on in the 80s and people want action movies. So he basically was like, well, I'll, I'll, instead of pretending like, oh, I'm going to try to force you people to watch a gritty drama. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just go into action movies territory. <laughs> so you have things that don't make sense. Like he has a fight with Hulk Hogan that's like takes up a good 20 minutes. That's like, there's no point to this at all. <laughs> I don't remember Zero that. Point to this. I don't yeah, remember he, that at all. He he has a sub- celebrity um, boxer versus wrestler match with Hulk Hogan, or as they call them, <laughs> Thunderlips. It just doesn't God, make sense. That's a terrible right? name. That's a terrible wrestling name. Anyway, in the movie, like Rocky is now like though he's the heavyweight champion of the world, and he's won like ten fights in a row, so he's defended it ten times. Yeah. And then, can I just say one thing? Yeah, Rocky mm-hmm. has always the movie, the Rocky series always has the best names. 
<laughs> Rocky Balboa. Yeah. A fucking uh what's his name? Apollo Creed is just a great name. <laughs> Clubber Lang is an amazing name. <laughs> like they're just great with names. I, so anyway, you have he has an up and comer who's like, oh my god, this guy's gonna murder you. They're yeah. trying to basically make like, hey, Apollo Creed was our Darth Vader. Yeah. You know what's worse than Darth Vader? We have to make a character. Oh no. That makes Apollo Creed scared. All right, buddy. Oh, somebody his, his face just went from like happy to being like, you know what? I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's tired. He's sleeping. So I'm gonna try to dude. put him to sleep. So you're gonna hear him screaming in the background until he just stops. Okay. Good luck. But um go ahead and yeah, get him situated. Anyway? And uh I can hear you. I just I also just see him like struggling with you. <laughs> okay. Poor little guy. He's, no, he's okay. Somebody right, had to sorry. get a little resituated. Yeah, so, sorry, Alejandro was just losing his shit. But um, yeah, I was just saying, like Apollo, like in this movie, fucking Rocky is just a completely different character. I, I also don't remember what I was talking about two minutes ago. So it's fine. <laughs> Rocky is a different character, and it's just a different type of movie. You have yeah. to accept this that this is an uh, an action movie. It's not a a Rocky movie. Yeah, and then you're gonna be good. But okay. um. Overall, it, it's like a fun movie. You fucking have Clubber Lang in it. You have, uh, what's her name? Terry, T- Talia Shire finally yeah. coming into her own as like a character. Yeah. Um, Burt Young in his, is in it more. So, you know, it's fun. It's a fun movie. It's fun. Definitely fun. And I enjoyed it. And it's fun to see Stallone have to yeah. be like, what What would like, okay, Rocky got all his dreams came true, right? He's rich. Yeah. He's successful. He's famous. Yeah. He's all this stuff like what is going to scare him and he kind of has to have a moment where he's like oh uh, i'm scared and i don't want to lose everything and yeah. then you have talia shire just basically like slap him in the face and be like who gives a shit like stop it which, Fair which enough. i'm gonna be honest i liked that conflict of it the problem yeah. is i wish there was more of it in the movie where they like show him like not believing in himself like feeling like oh like i'm uncomfortable with success yeah and I feel like if if this movie had been made in the 70s and been more of a gritty film, they really would have focused on that aspect more rather than like celebrity boxing matches and watch him win and all this extra stuff. Watch Rocky walk around in his mansion and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you, you, as long as you're like, this is not Rocky. It's not Rocky 2. This is we're taking on a different mantle now. It's, a, it's yeah. just action movie. It's basically Rambo in, in a ring. Then you're like, OK, good. That's fun. Let's watch. Mm. yeah so anyway um written and directed by sylvester stallone so funsies funsies exciting um all right next oh this is also where rocky got a like rocky sylvester stallone got a statue of himself as rocky made and then put it at the top of the stairs yeah and people were angry really and the city of Philadelphia was like, we don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. they, they made it for the movie. And then at the end of it, he was like, ah, fuck it. Let's just leave it there. Yeah. So Stallone was basically like, I'll give it to the city. Like, I don't care. Yeah. And then the city was like, cool. Yeah. Let's leave why, it here. Why were people mad? Because they were like, people get, here's the thing, Dragon. If I have a painting that's a shitty fucking painting, right? Uh-huh. And I put it up somewhere. Yeah. Everyone, like, we're all going to be like, and if I put it up somewhere and I put it there for like a year, yeah. and then one day I take it down, people are going to be like, how dare you take down our shit painting? <laughs> oh my God, that's a symbol of blah, 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 blah. People are just angry to be angry. 
Okay. I guess so. I, uh, I've been to that statue. It's not at the top of the stairs. It's, it's not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. It's below. They moved it. I think in the nineties. Yeah. Or maybe the odds. And there's like a security guy there who stands there and he'll like take the picture for you. Mm, Last time I went, that was maybe that was the guy who was standing there waiting for tips. Oh, do you think so? And I fucked it up. I was That's like, oh my, my God, guess. thank you so much. Bye. Because why the fuck would they pay someone to just why why does the statue need a security guard? Uh, I don't know. So people yeah, don't exactly. graffiti. So people don't graffiti's it? I have no idea. The, who the fuck is gonna graffiti that? Uh people, people Imagine, will graffiti dragon. anything. What are you talking dragon. about? I'm I'm gonna ask you this. Imagine if if like you're a Philadelphia native and okay. you find out some fo- and you're walking by one day and you see like a teenager. Uh, graffitiing the Rocky statue. What would happen? I have no idea. Philly is such you a weird place. Out, I have no idea. You would, here's what would happen. You would yell out, someone's graffitiing the Rocky statue and suddenly like the 50 <laughs> people would pounce on this kid. And I don't then know the if judges would true. be like, this is violent assault. It's like, sir, he graffitied the Rocky statue and be like, oh, okay, innocent. <laughs> innocent. <laughs> this is how things should, by the way, this is how things should happen because if you fucking graffiti that, go, you know what I mean? Like, go, go, go fuck yourself. I don't, what, I don't what kind know. of an I, asshole are you? I think people graffiti anything. Anyway, moving right, on. let's move on. Yeah. Talking about man's man movies, I watched a little movie called The Lost City. Have you heard of this movie? I have not. This is a romantic comedy that's Ugh. a bit of an action movie. Your okay. favorite. Yep. It's starring your girl, Sandra Bullock, who is a, she's like a novelist who writes those smut, those smut things of like, Oh, okay. But like her her character is, is like her all of her stuff is centered around this one character who's the model for the book is Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Oh, is this the new movie that just came yes, out? Yes, it came oh, out. It came okay. out last year. Okay. Yep. And like he, so he's a kind of an idiot. He's an idiot model. Okay. And um, and what what it is was like Sandra Bullock's ex husband was a, an archaeologist, so she actually puts a lot of like real stuff in her books. That then it's like an Indiana Jones or Sarah, uh, Laura Croft like adventure. Okay, right. Um, and what happens is Daniel Radcliffe is a fan of hers. Okay, reads it, and it's like, hey, it turns out you um, actually know this ancient language or whatever. This you know about this ancient place. Okay. And he's like, I'm gonna kidnap you and have you like help me find the 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 this missing treasure. Okay. Stupid setup, but yep. you know what? You just go with it, and then like it, it, this is a fantasy movie, Dragon. I need to remind you: this is rom coms. So you have to treat like fantasy movies. I know, I know. If you can treat them like fantasy movies, you're gonna have a good time. If you're sitting there like, wait a minute, this doesn't logically make sense. <laughs> you're, you're not gonna have a good time. Fair enough. But this is funny. It's actually fun because uh, at some point, Channing Tatum hires Brad Pitt because Sandra Bullock is is kidnapped. Channing yeah. Tatum is like, oh shit! I just watched her get kidnapped. I, I have to figure out how to do how to uh, get her back. He hires <laughs> Brad Pitt, okay. who is a like he's one of those he's like an ex CIA guy who who goes in and like helps find someone who's been kidnapped and shit. Right, and right. He, it's funny because he's like the real deal. He's like the guy <laughs> who goes in and like kills like seven people with fucking a like a a ballpoint pen. <laughs> and it's like it's pretty funny. I, that I does, that stuff. sounds like so, fun. It's fun. It's if this is a fun movie again. If you can just like for ten minutes, dragon, just put, yeah. put, remember that this is a fantasy movie. It's not real because Channing Tatum is about the dumbest human being imaginable. I like I like when Channing Tatum plays like a big dumb dummy. I think it's funny. Yeah, you do love you do love a uh, what do they call him a he a he 
a himbo. Uh, what do you call a big? Yeah, a himbo. You do love a himbo. That's true. I do. Um, Who yeah, doesn't? So though, I, to be fair. Yeah. Look, look. As I'm watching this movie, all I'm thinking is like, like, how is Ch- Channing Tatum is supposed to be the the hero in this, or yeah. or one of the heroes? Yeah. And at the same time, I'm like, my son's gonna be watching movies with these characters and be like, yep, that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> But at the same time, I'm like, no, no, he's hopefully he'll watch this movie and just be like, oh, I'm here for a good time. Right. Let me not think about this too much. This is a comedy. <laughs> yeah. By the way, he is now falling asleep in my arms. I see that. Yes, I can see him like put his head down and like pick his head back up. And be like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go. Yep. It's going to suck when I have to bring him over to my mom's. Yeah, right. <laughs> yep. And I think he, no, he's almost out, by the way. He's literally falling asleep in my, on my shoulder. All right. Mark but the time. Anyway. 8.44, Birdo. <laughs> yep. 8.44. Uh, anyway, uh, The Lost City. Um, like I said, if you're a fan of rom-coms, I think you're going to enjoy this. If, you're, uh, if you can just park your brain at the door and just be like, I don't give a shit about characters and stuff like that. I just, yeah. I'm here for a good time. Yeah, I think I really think you'll enjoy it. Like, okay. I, I feel like this is a, a rom-com that you would watch and be like, this was so stupid, but I had it had enough laughs that I had fun with it. I, I you know, I'm kind of OK with that kind of rom-com. I think those are those yeah. are kind of fun. And, and th- that's 90 percent of the rom-coms. You just yeah. like some of them are just like poorly, poor, poor, bad comedy. So it makes it harder for you to park your brain at the door. Exactly. All right. Let's move on. Dragon. Anyway, okay. Lost City, 10 out of 10. Highest ever. <laughs> and it's on Prime. Yes, it's on uh, Prime uh, or Paramount Plus, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, next Dragon. No, yes. actually, I'm sorry. It was on Prime. Next okay. Dragon. I watched a little movie called... Uh, actually, I remember telling you about a little movie called A Scare Package. This mm-hmm. was a... Uh, uh, fuck, what do you call those movies where it's like 10 movies? Oh, like a... Um, yep, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, but my brain. Anthology. And thought, yes. Anthology. We are, we're using our big brain dragon. Yeah, we're doing great. So Scare Package was an anthology that kind of made fun of, it, it made fun of the tropes in horror movies. Okay. Oh, so yes, if you're you, a fan you told of me about movies, that not that long ago, right? Yeah. And it was like really cleverly done, I mm-hmm. think. Um, And at the end, it has your favorite boy, Dragon, Joe Bob. <laughs> I, do love Joe, I do love Joe yeah. Bob. He's one of your favorite of, of all thick, thick and sweet boys. That's right. Uh, so anyway, this is a sequel to it, Scare Package 2, mm-hmm. uh, Rad Chad's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> it's another anthology. Honestly, it um, it's not as good as the first one, but yeah. you know what? It's fine. It's good. It's Honor- it, honorable I, mention for honor- it? No, that, I would say it's 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 fun. It's fun. It's two hours. It's just, a, it's a good time. Okay. Um, and I think my favorite part of it is that this one... The first one definitely made fun of a lot of horror tropes. This one mm. made more fun of um, like movie tropes in general. Yeah, but it de- it definitely stuck with horror tropes. Like the 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 ending song, and it's one of those that's like, man, this move this is made for like thirty people. That's the problem <laughs> with this movie. Uh, so for example, when the movie ends, the last song that uh that they that they have uh-huh. over the credits, uh-huh. it's from um, Miami Connection. <gasps> are you serious yes. you know that song the like is it the friendship, friendship? one yes, yes. they I play that, that song, song and i started laughing and then i had to explain to my chick like that is from a movie that like that that's from one of those movies that people watch that's so bad it's good yeah and so and, and she was like oh th- so i i don't get it at all and i was like yeah yeah it's it's, it's a- made this they, they basically made a horror movie they made an anthology movie specifically for me <laughs> and andrew so, i would argue <laughs> And uh, like, yes, me, Andrew, uh, you. <laughs> Miami Connection is so <laughs> maybe, good. <laughs> maybe 10 other people. 
that soundtrack slaps but it's like actually really good andrew has um, the vinyl <laughs> I, I honestly love it um yeah so that's on uh the shutters by the way that's like so, that, that's skip. the kind of movie that you should show alejandro so because it has good music in it that is kid friendly i think weirdly yes. <laughs> and also it has a good it has a good uh message about friendship <laughs> and it's about taekwondo and it's about taekwondo 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 <laughs> why right, haven't, why on, haven't we done my miami why haven't we done that movie for this i i have a feeling you would like I, we should actually but that way it's streaming anywhere I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. All right. Uh, I'll look it up while you go ahead and talk. <laughs> Next, Dragon. So, yes. uh, I watched a little movie, and it was because uh, your favorite podcast, How Did This Get Made, did it uh-huh. called Open Marriage. Dragon, yes. I want you to guess what this movie's about. Is it about opening up your marriage? Yes. Wow. How did you know? Did you see this movie? <laughs> yeah, it's a, you know what? This is weird guess. Now, he, Here's the thing, right? It sounds like a 90s sexy thriller, right? It's about yeah. an open marriage. The murder happens in the beginning. Yeah. And then the and then they flash back like two weeks ago. And um, it's about these two couples that like open their marriage. Yeah. But um, it, so it sounds like a 90s sexy thriller, except it was made like five years ago. And Dragon? <laughs> yes. Lifetime movie. Oh, Lifetime movie. Okay, that, that, mm-hmm. that. That tells me everything I need to know about this. Because yep. this could have gone Fucking... one of many different ways, but here we are. Uh, like, he- here's the thing. As much as I'm like, oh, uh, I'm so glad that, how did this get made to this movie? Oh, someone's like, <laughs> see that? Yeah, she's uh... passed out completely. <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as I'm like, oh, man, this movie was fun and everything, I'm like, this is exactly like every other fucking Lifetime movie I've ever seen. So like, I don't know why you guys are picking this one out of the 30 other ones. But anyway, um, yeah. just a terrible movie. I mean, it was stupid, bad plotting, bad mystery. Yeah. Does nothing make sense, honestly. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. And then the final thing where it's like, because uh, because as much as they're like open marriage, they didn't really open their marriage. They just became <laughs> swingers because it's, t- there's like five actors in the movie. Okay. All right. It's one couple who starts the, op- they, they, it's one couple who's having a problem. Okay. And then the other couple who's already in an open marriage and they say, Hey, why don't you open your marriage? It made yeah. us, it made our marriage better. Okay. Um, and then ultimately it just becomes like, Oh, I just wanted to fuck your husband and you and your husband wanted to fuck my wife or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was like, and it took like, instead of having an open marriage, they kind of are just like, Oh, let's just go to our couple and let's go to the, our best friends and just bang them. Okay. So stupid, stupid. And then halfway through the movie, this movie, here's the thing I hate about this movie. This movie kind of like told the moral of the story is an open marriage is bad because <laughs> bad things happen. Dragon. Yeah. It, nothing makes sense in this. It's terrible. Isn't that the moral of any story about this? And it, like isn't that open marriage? Isn't that the isn't that the reality of that? <laughs> I, I guess, right? Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Dragon doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense. It was bad. No, it was not no, good. No, no, anyway, no. you can watch it on Prime. Yep. Or uh, Lifetime Channel if you have if you have a sub- uh, subscription to that one. Oh, you are going to be really surprised. But guess what? I'm not going to do. <laughs> not watch that movie that's correct i'm not gonna watch that movie yes good job good Damn job <laughs> you, you had to think about it well which is anyway. concerning but <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> highest of recommend okay cool uh next i yeah. watched a little movie dragon called homebound um so i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna sell this to you an hour <laughs> and 15 minutes 
sold <laughs> great <laughs> <laughs> no now i'm not gonna sell this to you okay. it probably should have been 45 minutes <laughs> okay i'm out <laughs> <laughs> so this is basically it's a it's the from one of those countries where like people talk english but they you know sound funny yeah mm -hmm. so they're like oh look at me i'm british <laughs> yep. yep some 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 guy uh just got married to his chick and then goes up to like his where his wife is Mm -hmm. his ex-wife is and because they have three kids together so okay. and then she's like oh I'm, f I'm so glad that i'm finally meeting the your kids and then for some reason the wife is like oh i i'm i didn't want to come i didn't want to see blah 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 i didn't want to be there so it's just a guy like with the kids and the 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 wife and it starts off with that and then it just becomes weird where okay. it's like wait a minute they're like oh we're hungry let's 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 get some food and they go outside grab a geese kill it and cook it yeah i know weird what and what? then like... and then okay go ahead, go ahead. keep going and then no, for some fine. reason she's like uh, she's like okay when when are we going home and then mm -hmm. he's like oh so quick to leave and then like kind of never answers her and they're just acting weird and then okay. at the end um it turns out that the, wait can I'm I guess spoil it can I guess is everybody yeah. dead everybody died in a car accident on the way to the house no 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 oh. No, because that's the thing is my chick, my chick, when we started the movie is like, wait, that's a huge red flag. You're already married to this guy. You never met his kids or his ex. Yeah, it's weird. Like, what the fuck is going on already? Yeah. Um, it's just it's not good. It's not not good. Um, yeah. But basically, uh, spoiler alert for for anyone watching this movie on Tubi or uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> um, it turns out that the kids murdered the mother. Okay. So when he's texting his wife saying, I'm going to come over and bless and stuff like that, yeah. he was actually texting, he, like, the, one of the kids would respond. Oh, okay. How old are the kids? Uh, uh, one of them is, like, let's say eight, and the other two are, like, 13 and 15. Oh, interesting. Okay. And basically, they then murder the father because <laughs> he was going to, like, leave, because he was going to, like, I don't know. I honestly don't know why they fucking murdered them. I think they were upset because the father got married, remarried. Okay. Yep. Fair. And then at the very end, it's kind of like they it's implied that they're about to murder the 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 woman. Yeah. The the new wife, and but they kind of cut it short there. But I'm honestly, I was, I was like, yo, this should have been like 40 minutes. Yeah. It should have been maybe part of an anthology. Yeah, that, that it, it sounds like an an, uh, an anthology vignette. Yeah. Um. But I was like, man, if they had cut this down, it probably would have been more interesting. But unfortunately, mm -hmm. they try to make it a full movie um anyway don't watch you know i will it, not like i said it, if it was a 30 it was, if it was 30 minutes in an anthology i would have been like yeah this was exciting it was fun yeah but it just wasn't so you know interesting all right next dragon yes. last one all right okay let's enter into your favorite spot joseph bob corner right yes as i zoom in so you can see my son sleeping on my chest yeah um okay so i watched uh, a little movie now this is a movie i had seen before but because joe bob was like we're gonna do this movie i was like oh i'm definitely watching the whole thing yeah uh tammy and the t-rex dragon yep. have you seen this movie i have seen this movie more than once yes <laughs> i've seen this movie about three times yeah and each time i'm like this was so great i yeah. loved it so much it's good <laughs> it's yeah, it's gen well, it's good because the movie understands what it is and yes. it goes into it. It yes. doesn't shy away from it. It doesn't try to be something else. It is what it is, right? A hundred percent accurate. Yes. It's uh, also amazing that they got a young Paul Walker. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> they got a very young Paul Walker. Yeah. And they got a very young Denise Richards. Which can I just say something, Dragon? And I'm mm -hmm. going to say something a little controversial here. And I, you know, <laughs> you know, but you, 
you know me, right? Yeah. Hot, I'm hot takes. Hot, hot takes, takes all day. That's yes, hot takes. Hot takes. Yeah. Hot takes. You're not uh, afraid Denise to Richards, say the things that other no. people don't believe. <laughs> other, other people are uh, things, controversial things that other people might 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 uh, disagree with me. Yeah. Denise Richards. Yeah. It's a very attractive woman, especially when she was young. Berto, I'm gonna. She was. I'm going to say this. All right. And yeah, I know, yeah, I know yeah. that most people don't believe it. Right. Most people are like, that's wrong. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that maybe she's beautiful. Like maybe she's a oh, beautiful woman. My God, controversial takes. Controversial. controversial. Takes. Uh, <laughs> that was like, I think someone from the gym, uh, Ken, mm-hmm. Kenneth, your boy from the Kenneth, gym. Yes. He was like, you know what? I'm, I'll, I'll say it. I think the Beatles are better than the Rolling Stones. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God controversial these controversial statements that you're saying Ken. i can't believe you said that out loud i'm not i'm i can say it (laughs) i'll put myself on a limb uh, seriously denise richards i feel like mid 90s denise richards is like every teenage boy's fantasy literally she is yes like 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 just you can't get around it's Mm -hmm. literally like as i was watching this i was like jesus christ like no wonder i was obsessed with her yeah uh, wild things and all these other fucking movies she was in yeah. Like it, it's just insane. She is like, insane. One of the most beautiful human beings I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It's like if an AI um, made like a pretty woman. <laughs> if an AI switchers. said, if an AI said it's 1995, let's make the most beautiful woman alive. The, yeah. Denise Richards pops up. Yeah. So um anyway, a fucking fun movie. Great. I I again it it straddles the line between like comedy and yeah um like gorish horror but yeah. it like does it in this perfect balance where i'm like at least they understood how stupid this movie is and just yeah. went into it rather than away from it right well they i, I feel like they understood like they understood uh what what makes the horror funny yeah and yeah. also yeah and the limitations with like a low clearly a low budget <laughs> yeah and and they even played into it where it's like okay we have a low budget fuck it who care who cares yeah like the people whoever's watching this if if you don't just go with it if anything you're going to see the the limitations and laugh rather yeah. than like mock us and yeah, they, they it really played into that perfectly so fucking great i thought it was great i yeah. thought it was it's hilarious again the third or fourth time i've seen it and then you have your your boy joseph bob talking yes also he plays the gore cut because remember there's two cuts of this movie yeah one is like a pg-13 cut and the other one is a gore cut and he plays the gore cut very fun yeah highest of recommends yeah i agree i agree with you okay so anyway Uh, yeah Tammy and the T-Rex, um, basically, my last thoughts on this is um, it makes me want to watch um, your favorite movie. Uh, fucking, God damn it! I forgot that movie now. <laughs> Which one? We're starring Denise Richards, where she, like, basically just bears it all. Denise. From the 90s. Or it was a 90s sexy thriller. Where she bears it all, huh? Well, she spares it all, and by that I mean shows her t- takes her top off. <laughs> I'm I'm googling her right now because it should be the first thing that comes up. Wild things. My, oh wow! Makes things. me want to watch wild yeah. things. Yeah. And you know what? Fuck it. We should watch Starship Troopers again. <laughs> Man, she's in Starship Troopers is so good. It is actually. Speaking of uh, our boy. Okay. Anyway, uh, should should we all move right. on to our main main segment here, Berto? Yep. Let's do this, Dragon. Despite all your protests, despite all your worries, we mm-hmm. made it. Mm-hmm. We did. Yes. Let's move on to our final segment. Dragon at the movies as my son is sleeping on my shoulder. 
cute. Dragon? Yes. What movie did we pick this week? Um, so this was my pick, and I picked 1992's Basic Instinct. So this is a Paul Verhoeven movie, friend of the show, Paul Verhoeven. Friend um, of the show. Friend of the show, starring uh, Sharon Stone and Michael Douglas. Um, and it mm-hmm. is a 90s sexy thriller, but it's like the epitome, the platonic ideal of a 90s sexy thriller. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> platonic mm, ideal. Everything, everything that you want in a 90s sexy thriller is in this movie. Number one. There are only like two women in this whole movie. Three. <laughs> Maybe yes. four. And they're all the most beautiful women you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and they all decide to take their clothes off. They all decide to take their clothes off. And uh yeah, it's just uh it, it's it, everybody else is like a shitty cop. <laughs> it is a it is the mashing together of like a film noir and uh the weird 90s um yuppie thing that you got going on and it just smashes those things together and we get can the I, 90s sexy thriller. <laughs> can I just say not just shitty cop, shitty cop on cocaine. Shitty cop on cocaine. Everybody does cocaine in this movie. Mm-hmm. All the, all and the boys. Shoots, shoots a kid. And shoots, shoots too. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So basically, Basic Instinct is about a... Um, oh, sorry. Uh, this is your Dragon at the drag- Movies. Yes, my Dragon at the Movies this? for Basic Instinct is that a, um, a very, very wealthy uh, book writer is... Um, her, her boyfriend is murdered. And she is the main suspect. And so Michael Douglas has to figure out if she, uh, if Sharon Stone did it or not. And he does it by being the most Michael Douglas character in the fucking world. <laughs> um, all right, Berto, let's, how's that? How's that for a jacket? Honestly, movie? that was a perfect synopsis, except, uh, and you did it despite the fact that I was basically showing you uh my son a sleeping, sleeping a sleeping baby right which you trying yeah, to distract which me which i'm right? like how the fuck did you not get distracted by that I that was it. amazing insane um yeah so uh this movie paul verhoven is a genius <laughs> filmmaker okay. he's so good at taking like taking like the genre and just being like i'm gonna make the like most perfect representation of this genre that's like a little over the top because it has mm-hmm. to be but it just and just works, as stupid. Just as stupid. It works so fucking well. Yes. I love it. I love it so can, much. Can I also say, I, I think you nailed it perfectly when you were like, this is Paul Verhoeven pretending like he knows American culture. Yes. Yes. Well, that <laughs> is like, what do that's American like all of, culture That's like? all of his movies. All of his movies yeah. are like him pretending to, to understand. I, I feel like that's why we like him so much is because we see his, uh, his portrayal of American culture and we're yeah. just like... Uh, Oh, look at how stupid this guy is. And he thinks we are. This is so like he thinks like all these cops are on cocaine and all we do is think about sex and that these women. How do you get such a such a sexual woman is completely blunt sex talk. That's that's (laughs) ooh, that's what's prerogative. So she says like, I he wasn't my boyfriend. I just liked fucking him. Fucking him. That's so sexy because it's sexy because she just talks about sex. So I love I I love that. I liked fucking him. He was a good fuck. And so it's this like, is, no, no one talks like this. <laughs> this, is, this is, so this is written by um, Joe Esterhaus, who I believe also wrote Showgirls. So another Verhoeven uh, Esterhaus collaboration. An- and you just, another Dragon at the Movies uh, uh, film. Another dragon, the original, the original dragon at the movies film, Berto. I would like to point out. When we started this podcast, I said we have to start with Showgirls because that movie is so fucking stupid. It's so (laughs) good. I think that movie is secretly good. 
like secretly really <laughs> he also say it was a- wait yeah, go ahead, i also want to point out that um he wrote sliver which is the sharon stone movie with one of the uh A- oh, no not Affleck's um baldwin's. baldwin's yes yes that i i had you watch because that I'm was like- the one oh you didn't have me watch i i chose to watch it yeah, and i was like you thank you for watch. thank you for forcing me to watch this because yes. i loved it so much yes so <laughs> it Esther was House- so stupid Listen, so as, that means Esther House has written three bangers, okay? Basic yes. Instinct, Showgirls, and Sliver. <laughs> he has written three accidental comedies. Can we say that? I think the Showgirls. Hardest... I think Showgirls is meant to be funny. I think I don't think so. Or maybe maybe Paul Verhoeven read the script and was like, "This is oh, this is a comedy." I, <laughs> honestly, the... Verhoeven. And, knows how to make a fucking movie <laughs> he knows how to make a comedy <laughs> i think i think the next verhoeven movie we should do should be benedetta <laughs> the nun <laughs> one okay anyway let's let's get you into know, let's get into this you know what this this is like this is like when uh you were watching um all the uh what's it called the the, the kubrick films mm-hmm. and the the one of the people from your the podcast you were listening to was like is uh kubrick our most prolific comedic director <laughs> yes like that's what I feel about Verhoeven. Yeah, right. I I just think I think that everything Verhoeven does is is just so good on so many levels that it like it's, go. I think it's meant to be so over the top that like we look at it and then it kind it it, it kind of makes us think like wait a minute this entire genre is stupid. So this so this movie starts and my first note my first note before we even get into the sex scene where the guy gets murdered my first note is should we should we make this a Verhoeven podcast <laughs> we just continually go through Paul Verhoeven's movie anthology. oh my god uh anyway uh I love it what a, what an opening scene this movie this movie starts with that sex scene that's just wild it's just a yeah. showgirls level sex scene and you're like wow mm-hmm. and then a man gets brutally stabbed <laughs> And you're like, I guess this is how he thinks. It's, it may, honestly makes me wonder, does Paul Verhoeven have sex? Because the way he depicts it every time is so yes. fucking stupid. So <laughs> according to Blank Check. Oh, and, oh. oh is somebody awake? No, uh, he's he's like moving around. He keeps oh, doing okay. this thing where he puts his nose right into my shirt and I yeah. want to move him because I'm like, you can't breathe. Yeah. But then yeah. he does it himself. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. He needs to breathe. Um, so Paul Verhoeven, it, what, what, shit, what was I just saying? Uh, about Blank Check. Yep. So Blank Check was talking about, oh, so Paul Verhoeven apparently said that like, it's not, it. he, he doesn't, it was something like he doesn't understand why, what people are talking about because he's the only one that depicts sex the way it really is, <laughs> which makes me wonder what kind of sex Paul Verhoeven is having. who does he know in his life who just like this is how they talk about sex this is the type of sex they're having he's like what is he talking about it's the way he felt okay so the direction to this actress is like to both sharon stone and in this like basically every time somebody is having sex in this movie except for when michael douglas rapes beth no she says no and then he keeps going he rapes her so it's a woman okay this is gonna be physical comedy okay it's a woman okay then it goes like this, and then <laughs> on top of you're basically you're doing basically you're doing an exaggerated wave. Yes, but that's what she's doing. She's like arching her back while on top, and then just falling forward directly into the man. Yeah. It's hilarious. That is, that, I, that's like for, that's for the this move. Verhoeven that's being like, this, this is how move. a woman has 
this is how a woman has orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> and then these like, women are like, um, I don't think that's true. And he's like, no, 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 no. Trust me. This I've given many women orgasms. This is how a woman has an orgasm. <laughs> they, a- they do a exaggerated wave and land on top of you. They're like, what if Fairhoven? What if Fairhoven's like wife or something? It's just like that's just how she comes, and it's it's all he knows. I think it's the opposite. I think the the wife is like, okay, I'm bored of this. Let me do this big exaggerated move to get and him, he'll to, stop. To, to, yeah. to get it. Yeah, and then he does it. He's like, oh, a job I am the well best. done by the by the hove. By the hope. Oh man. I just love I love it so much. I, I love <laughs> everything so about it. Anyway. Great um, opening okay. scene. And also this in the very beginning is when I was like, this score is really good. And it yeah, was nominated for an good. Oscar. The score, the score and editing. This this movie was nominated for Oscars for editing and score. Can I just say my what my first and I don't remember why I thought this, but I was like, the my first note is this intro is is the beginning of like 30 minutes. And I don't, I honestly don't remember what I meant by that. I don't, I don't It might be because they just throw exposition at you. Yes, that's true. For the first like 15 minutes, it's just crazy exposition. I liked my, my favorite part is like, so immediately they're coming in with the one-liners that I'm just like, wow, this, every line in this movie is pure gold, pure gold. That's what I was going to say is like, I've seen so many movies that are like this, where a cop is investigating a murder and they all start with this same premise where it's like a murder, a sex murder happens in the beginning and all the cops are just making fun of it, basically saying the one-liner jokes. And I've seen this. 12 fucking times at least yeah because for some reason that's how they're like yes this is how people t- this is how cops would talk after a murder they're yeah. just making jokes someone is like hey what about this and the other guy's like a one-liner and the only thing that's missing is these guys are high-fiving at the end of each joke <laughs> if you just had that then it would be perfect absolutely perfect my my favorite part of in that whole thing like they they basically talk about how the guy that just got murdered right is a civic-minded very respectable person Mm-hmm. And then, and then Michael Douglas finds all the coke next to the bed, and he goes, "It looks like it's a uh, civic-minded, very respectable cocaine." <laughs> Hilarious! I, so good. I also love like civic-minded, very, very respectable person. He's a fucking rock star. What He's are you talking about? He's a former rock star that owns a club. <laughs> yeah, like that's a civic mind. Get the fucking. Did you guys? Did, did somebody read? Did somebody do a second draft of the script? <laughs> No, you know nobody rewrote Esther House. This is just how it is. Of course is. not. <laughs> Esther House is like my words are perfect and yeah. can't be touched. Why? Because his there his will first be no ad living. Like, <laughs> his first thing would be like, and I've, no one is going to give me notes. Zero people are going to give me notes because the first note I would have given him was, um, Michael Douglas's therapist is his ex. The cops, no, the no. the police his department. His therapist is not his ex. He starts an affair with his therapist. Then no, what when I thought yeah. I thought that they were banging beforehand. They they I think they started banging when he started be going into therapy with her. Oh no! Well, okay, okay, but still, yeah. like she's still it, his therapist. In I, any I, case, I feel like they, it is a conflict of like, interest. <laughs> I feel like people would have stopped that somehow. Even she yes. would have been like, "Oh, I'm going to take myself off because I obviously can't. I can't think straight when I got so much duke." You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. It just it seems like just a poor conscious uh what's it called conflict of interest conflict of interest and also i would be like uh, honestly i would be like bro this therapist is way too hot i can't fucking tell her anything i'm just like gonna this, lie to her the whole listen, time pretending is... that i'm better than i am uh this gene triplehorn is far too beautiful gene triplehorn <laughs> is 
insanely hot. It, she's like the kind of she's like the kind of pretty where you're like it's almost off putting. Like there's something wrong, you know. But she's just so beautiful. It's just like is what it is. She got the big doe eyes and like <laughs> I, like it's, again. I I would just be like I can't I can't <laughs> this can't be my therapist. I'm sorry. Like the entire time I'm in here, I'm just gonna be thinking about like like what can I say to bang her right? And then <laughs> well, me and my and friends. it's exactly and what Michael Douglas did. Yeah. Afterwards, me and my friends all high five. And, mm-hmm. and again, Michael Douglas is such a sexual being. He's such a sexual, like, monster that all these women want to have sex with him. It's so funny. It's so funny. Um, can I just say that um, uh, Sharon Stone, Gene Triplehorn, and I believe Michael Douglas were all nominated for Razzies for this movie, which does not make sense. They're all the Razzies. killing it. Killing. Can I just Sharon say, Stone the- is so fucking good at this movie. So She's very good. good in this one, despite the fact that it's a cartoonishly, it's a cartoon character, and that I mean, great. Like they tell you right in the beginning, like uh, she's super rich, yeah. and manipulative, and because yeah. he says it in the beginning, oh, she's a writer who, so that means she can she makes up stories, yeah. and she's a therapist, so she mm-hmm. she can she's, get in your head. No, she just exactly, got a degree like, in psychology. She's not a therapist. <laughs> he was like, oh, that means she's she's gonna get in your head and play games with us, and like uh, they don't. There's no. There is no character growth whatsoever from that or lo- no character discovery. The moment he says that, that's exactly what she does. Yeah. Exactly what she is the entire movie. There is no like, there's no question about it in, in anyone's head. Like she's, that is exactly what she does. She's so the, exactly, basically they tell you. Yeah. She is exactly the character that Michael Douglas says before you meet her. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's also exactly the like femme fatale in a film noir. Like that is yes. who she is. And it's so fun. I just think it's so fun. She does such a good job. She's beautiful. She's icy. She's like, she has this great like ability to like on her face, just be like, show that she's fucking with you. And she's having a great time fucking with you. It's yes. so good. It's so yeah, good. She, she, I think she understood that the character is having fun this entire time. Like, what it is that she's doing is she's not she's not enjoying the fact that she's killing. She doesn't like she's like whatever about that. Yeah. Her real the fun for her in this right now is to be able to like, hey, you know that I'm the I'm the murderer, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna fucking let you know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you what you want. Right. Basically. So like I'm enjoying time. toying with you. I'm just toying yes. with you this whole time. Did you know? That originally Michael Douglas wanted, I believe it was Julia Roberts to play this. Ooh, no. <laughs> to play nope, this role, nope. which this movie would be di- like so bad. Oh. Oh. Back to sleep. Uh, back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, this that movie would she. Be insane with Julia Roberts. It just like wouldn't make she, any sense. The, the problem is Julia Roberts would have, well, I, I can kind of see why. It's because um, he, in his mind, he's like, uh, it has to be a mystery. So we mm-hmm. kind of have to like think that the the whatever the fucking Sharon Stone character she we don't want to think that she might be the killer we want to think that she's not the killer and then it's not at the end that we find out she's a killer right well but a- according to according to blank check um the reason that Michael Douglas wanted um Julia Roberts instead of Sharon Stone is Sharon Stone was unknown at the time and he thought he needed like a known actress that could like hold their own on screen again. basically he thought he was going to out act sharon stone and there's no way she could like keep up with him quote unquote mm-hmm. which is ridiculous oh um so. well he just didn't know her but uh, yeah. honestly like it would have ch- it would have changed it because then it would have introduced that element of like wait she does she seems too innocent to do it because yeah. fucking julia roberts has that fucking smile where you're just like oh yeah. I'm like uh, no matter no matter what you do, I'm on your side. You're you're my best friend. Oh, but you're like, you're only good. You can only can, be good with a smile. Can like that. you imagine Julia Roberts giving any of these lines? 
any of them. A single well, Sharon Stone I can, line. I can, but she wouldn't have the gravitas of it. Where Sharon Stone's kind of like, basically, like I wouldn't believe it. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Sharon Stone, I believe it, and I believe she's like this manipulative woman. Yeah. Where she's like, I'm toying with you, and I'm telling you I'm toying with you, but you can't catch me. Yeah. Whereas uh, Julia Roberts, she would say it, and then I'd be like, No, she's not telling the truth because I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't believe that. It doesn't. It doesn't come. It doesn't come out right from her. Right. Well, um, one, and you're right though. The beauty of this movie is that like, you you need somebody who could very plausibly be the murderer, right? And I I actually think I actually think the ending is um. A little like, uh, like you could you could make the argument that Sharon Stone is the murderer, or you can make the argument that Gene Triplehorn is the murderer. I think you could do either. Um, I mean, I guess yeah. You know? Although I never really thought Gene Triplehorn was the murderer, <laughs> not even for a second. Even when they were like, "Yep, look at all the evidence we have about her," all I kept thinking was like, "No, this is just Sharon Stone. She she set all this up." So she's the genius of a lifetime. I, I mean, maybe I think I personally think. That I I I like the movie better if Gene Triplehorn is the is the murderer. I think mm. it's funner. I know, but then then you lose the you would have to have a different actress than Sharon Stone because Sharon Stone is too arrogant for me not to not to believe she's the murderer. From the moment she comes on the screen, I'm like, oh, she's the murderer. I think she knows the whole time that Gene Triplehorn did it, and she's just like um, like that's part of her fucking with him, being like, I know, like I didn't do it, but I know who did. And you don't know. And that's funny. No, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't yeah. I don't see it like that at all. I, OK, that's but, fine. Um, agree to disagree. No, agree that you're wrong. Agree that you have an incorrect opinion. And that's that. <laughs> um, But yeah, yeah, I don't think this is played for mystery at, at all. Not yeah. one bit. I think it's played str- as straightforward as as it, it is. Basically, from the moment you meet Sharon Stone, yeah. you are told she is the murderer. Yeah. And nothing, nothing the movie does told me otherwise. Mm, because... Miles disagree, but that's okay. Okay. Um, I... It honestly, it all just played like, nope, she's a super genius because she's like, she's a super genius who planned all this and set everything up. Yeah. That's the way I took everything. Yeah. I never at one point that I think like, oh, there's a, you know, there's a mystery. Mm -hmm. I, at a certain point, I wrote down Catherine Trammell's goals. (laughs) She's just like, whoops among us, whoops among us, Berto, wouldn't want a $110 million uh, net worth in 1992. It's pretty Mm -hmm. good. Um, Who is Catherine? Oh, the, uh, the the, Sharon Stone? That's Sharon Stone. Yeah. Okay. Plus um, uh, uh, a beach house near San Francisco, plus like a mansion in San Francisco proper, plus like, I don't know, the ability to just drive her fancy sports car, which is like hilariously outdated to me now and uh, fuck around and find out, I guess. I don't know, like, like her only just, job. Go. Can I just but, mention the sports car for one second? Yes. Um, there's a scene where uh, your boy, Michael Douglas, is, yeah. thank you, thank you, puppy. Thank you for taking the earphones out of my ear. <laughs> he's woke up now and he's taking the earphones out of my I ear. I see that. But, and I need to, daddy needs to wear them. He don't have to take them out. <laughs> um, so there's a point where he is, ta- uh, what's his name? Michael Douglas is telling her and she just drives like a fucking maniac, right? Yes. Yeah. And that's supposed to be this like, oh, look at this action. Oh, it's a part of this sexual thing and blah, 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 and this and that. Meanwhile, the entire time I'm just thinking like, why is the lead detective on this case tailing her when she's already seen the car? I, it, it's also get a B cop or, or someone in a, like in, in an undercover car to fucking tell her like he, he usually just tell her like then come back after the end of the day and be like, oh, she went here, here and here. 
Yeah. Like, you don't need Michael. Michael Douglas should be in his office doing, like, typing on a computer trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, not tailing his suspects. <laughs> well, Number I, two, I think Berto... what was the point of the car chase? Which one? That one where the... he's trailing her? Yes. Um, what is the point of that car chase? Uh, I don't know. You get introduced to the lady that killed her family. The old lady that killed her family. No, no. Which... That's at the end of the car chase. What's yeah. the point of the car chase? Oh. You could have just cut that entire car it's... chase out. No, no, no. And, like, no, no, no. Berto, it's the danger of it. It's the da- oh, it's their it's the way that they flirt. Okay, mm-hmm. they flirt mm. with danger. That's what. Oh, no, that's how they flirt. They're like, oh, there's danger afoot. There's danger. This is a flirting. <laughs> this is why the this is why again that's it wasn't a rape is because he's like, oh, I'm I I understand the aggressiveness that these, <laughs> these characters want the aggressive the aggressive sex that these characters desire because they like the danger of it. And then at the end, she's like, mm, yummy. Michael Terrible. Douglas, you could do no wrong. That is just a 90s, like, we don't believe, like, rape is fine. <laughs> like, in the 90s, it was okay to continue Again, to rape that, a woman. In that scenario, in that yes. scenario, it's yeah. only rape if she, at the end, or if she is like, I didn't, I didn't want that. Which she, she said verbally, <laughs> stop. <laughs> but she did, did she but, did Trent, indicate. Did she, did she mean stop, or did she mean, oh, stop? No, I'm pretty sure she meant it's stop. Like, <laughs> what's it? Bill Burr has a joke where he's like, <laughs> "No means no, no, it th- not all the time. There's yeah. a difference between no, stop that, and no, stop it. What are you doing?" <laughs> but this anyway. is not that. This is a very clear no, <laughs> very clear no. I think watching it like in uh, with our uh, eyes, it's like You're very eyes. obviously rape. I'm a child of the '90s. <laughs> you believe in rape in certain circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh yeah i was gonna say something you definitely would cancel yeah, <laughs> so yeah don't, don't say right whatever there. you were about to say stop encouraging me but i think like that's part part of that whole thing though is to show like michael douglas is like completely unhinged <laughs> like he no is... i think it's to show that like he is now like her uh sharon stone has introduced a level of sexual aggression to him uh-huh. that um because again, we're we're not we're not asking like what we interpret from that, which is what what should be, which is he's a bit unhinged. Yeah. What it is is like, oh, he's he's so turned on by Sharon Stone <laughs> that he's like, I'm gonna bang this woman. I'm gonna uh-huh. bang Gene Triplehorn the way I would bang Sharon Stone, which right. is very aggressively. Maybe. All right. I, that's that's so, that, no because you have to interpret it the way that the that the artist is meant to interpret it, right? Again, I, it's like in the 90s. We're, we're talking different times. Yeah, that's true. This is different, different ideas, different everything, okay? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like you, like if you're going to ask me like, what was he trying to get across in this? He's yeah. trying to get across that like, oh, he he's now like, he's so turned on by Sharon Stone that he's going to bang Gene Triplehorn as if she's Sharon Stone. Right. When he's banging Gene Triplehorn, he's actually like, like in his mind, he's like, I'm banging Sharon Stone. That's how turned on I am right now. Um, and it's like, this is how she would want it, which Sharon Stone would want it like that. I Although I don't so. think she would say stop. No, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone doesn't strike me as anybody that would say stop if she meant keep going. Yeah. <laughs> She's very straightforward. <laughs> yes, exactly. But um, like, that's the whole point is like, she, he just, you know, <laughs> okay. I think that that's, I think and that that's she was a like, reading. Mm. I think that I think that's, that's a think reading that's, of this. I think that's the interpretation that we're meant to have. I, I think I understand why you're saying that. I think mm-hmm. I think it could be that or I think it could be it's just another um another way that uh 
Michael Douglas is fucking unhinged in the same way that he's unhinged doing the car chase down the fucking windy Pacific Coast Highway road. Which is supposed to be them flirting. Yes. <laughs> unhinged. That's what I'm saying is like, this is all part of them flirting. Okay. I, I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. So in other words, not guilty for rape. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, you heard would, it here first. Berto, that would actually you still make him guilty of rape. I, in, just because he was thinking of another woman doesn't mean he wasn't guilty of rape. <laughs> you heard it here first. Hot takes from the dragon. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, let's move on. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. It's your girl showing her vagine to everyone, yes, right? Yes. The yes. big scene that everyone's like, oh my goodness, can you believe this amazing scene of her showing her vagine? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Honestly, I was like, did, like, I understand that at the time this was a major fucking thing. Yes. But I was just like, okay, you know, <laughs> it's not a, like, whatever. Are you saying that seeing uh, Sharon Stone's vulva was not exciting to you? <laughs> no, honestly, no. Nah. Weirdo. But I, I get like, I get what she was doing. She was like, how do I just I want to fucking play games with these guys. Yeah, That's what I, she was doing. Which I, is lo- like, how do I, I love it how, so much. I'm, how do I reset the scene for them? Basically, like yeah. they're asking me a series of questions. Let me get them off hinge. And then she just does that. And suddenly yeah. they're like, whoa. I that scene. OK, so I think that's where that scene got a, a nomination for um, best editing. <laughs> because <laughs> she she crosses and uncrosses her legs. You see that she's not wearing underwear, right? You see, like, everything. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, a close cut to every single dude's face. And yes. it is so good. Every single one of those dudes is just giving it their all. They're just, like, sweating. They, it, like, yeah. looks like the room is, like, 500 degrees. Like, they came out of a sauna. It's so mm-hmm. good. Smoking their cigarettes. Smoking, like, shaking, basically. <laughs> Like they've never seen a Volvo before in their fucking lives. I Can love I just it. say so, and Sharon Stone playing it like her face is perfect. So yeah, yeah. She's playing it Can so just... well. She's like, she's she like she's playing it in, in terms of like she's playing it straight, but with like a little knowing smile because she but without breaking, right? It's not like she's yeah. like ha ha ha. She's keeping it like like not, not deadpan like she's still giving her eye smile but it's like works within the context it's so good that whole scene is so good and i know it there's some, very, like it's very well done there's some controversy about that where sharon stone said like it it wasn't what i thought it was going to be like i didn't think it was going to actually look like that blah, blah blah but when you when you see her acting you're like but how did you not and you knew where the camera was so it's, i don't know let me just say this there's, she got a lot of shit for new, it she did get a lot of did, shit for it she, well, of course, she got a lot of shit for it because she fucking, you know, you're not supposed to show vulva. You're only yeah. supposed to show titties. Yes. How <laughs> dare you? Disgusting. And it's like, this is an adult movie. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. But, I, yeah. You also um, see in the beginning, you also see dick for like a while. Like the, you see the corpse's yes. dick. <laughs> it's like, yes. It just like, stays on it. <laughs> um, Front and can center. Can I just say, like, what, here's the real question. When did Sharon Stone be like, oh, it was edited the wrong way? While she was doing press for the movie. Really? In the 90s. Well, I think yeah. that was her just being like, I'm getting too much shit for this because she, honestly. I, I, I think so too. Like, I think she got so much like pushback for it that she was like, and I, I didn't want to do it. I didn't realize, you know, to like, um, try and I save might be, face. So I might be mistaken about, by, about this, but I remember Paul Hover, Paul Her, <laughs> Verhoeven? Verhoeven saying that like, no, she was, she was very like involved in the entire process. Like we yeah. told her exactly what it was meant to do, exactly yeah. what it was supposed to happen. We told her everything like word for word and we 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 edited it with her, her yeah. like 
talking to her and doing all that stuff and she saw this the the cut yeah so it's it's not she had say in this yeah so it's not like what she pretends to happen which is oh my goodness they took advantage of me which i I feel like that's a common thing that happens in hollywood which is like oh my god they 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 showed my breasts it's like what did you you you're in a rated r film yeah (laughs) you were brought in because you have big boobs what did you expect yeah them to be like oh we hired you for your for your looks we hired you for your uh for your acting skill yeah it's like um uh, and i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it back to to someone who you uh love dragon megan markle okay megan markle your girl that's the one who married the the fucking the red the prince yep she she is like she basically recently has says that had said that like oh um when i was on the set of deal or no no deal Mm -hmm. they they didn't appreciate me they just thought i was a pretty a pretty face with a smile uh-huh. And it's like you are literally hired. You're mm-hmm. one of twenty girls yes. that hold a suitcase Full and of money. stand there and yeah. smile. Yeah. And then what happens is when someone picks on you, you open the suitcase and smile. Yes. That is your job. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you? What what aspects were they missing? You were hired to do that. What else? What were? You, what did you expect? They were going to be like, well. What is your thoughts on climate change? We're gonna interview you for the for the for the show. You don't know, no. maybe. <laughs> it's like such fucking horseshit. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! It's so stupid. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, right, let's go on. Anyway, yes. Dragon, tell us more about how much you hate Meghan Markle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about Meghan Markle. Um, okay. Wait, can we talk about the? Can we talk about the San Francisco Jesus cowboy Christ, Gus? <laughs> yes. Love it. What? What a hilarious! This is this is where you're like, oh, Verhoeven has never actually been to the United States. One hundred percent, because I and I swear to God, there is yeah. uh first uh, my first note on Gus is Gus is so annoying. I like he does Gus. not like he does not know how people talk. Gus is <laughs> is is that, and then towards the end of the movie, I just wrote in one of my notes, wait, Gus is a cowboy now. <laughs> Gus gets more southern as the movie progresses. Oh, he goes I, He goes from a San Francisco cop to like he's wearing a bolo tie and then he's wearing uh-huh. a cowboy hat and then he's at a cowboy bar and then he's straight up talking in a southern accent and it and just gets like, more and more. And then at some point he's like, "Oh, I don't understand things since I left the the Texas or whatever the fuck." It was like made zero sense where I was like, I feel like what happened was Verhoeven was like, "Hey, uh as the movie progressed, he was like, "Oh, your 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 character is a cowboy now." Yeah. And he was like, "What? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me this before? I would have filmed the scenes with an accent." There's and he's like, line, "No, no, don't worry." There's a line where he Gus basically says, "Like I'm just a big city cowboy," and I'm like, yes. "What?" <laughs> and that is where I was like, "Has Esther House also never met an American before?" <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> Where where is Esther House from? I understand. I do understand Verhoeven. Like Verhoeven likes to come in to a country, right? Look yes. around for like twenty minutes. Yes, <laughs> and then be like, "Got it. I'm a writer. I'm gonna like direct a movie about this." Like that is how Verhoeven works, and it's fun because it's like it's like holding up a mirror to us, but it's like a funhouse mirror where it is I- it is a reflection, but it is distorted. I feel like Verhoeven is he's wrote a cowboy. He wrote Gus. No, Esther House like wrote a, Gus. As, sorry, Esther House wrote Gus. Yes. As a cowboy being like, I've never met a cowboy. I've only seen cowboy movies. Yes. So he's doing a bad imitation 
of a bad imitation. Yes, exactly. And all, but also the other question is like, why is he in San Francisco? <laughs> There's not a cowboy in San- that doesn't make sense. Other than like, and the- again, it, it no. slowly builds into it. He starts off think- at. Okay, Literally, right. I wrote in my notes, Gus is a cowboy now, question mark. <laughs> Here's what I think happened. I think that Verhoeven saw like the YMCA, like the village people thing mm-hmm. and was like two seconds away from putting it. What is it? It's a cop, uh, a cowboy. Is it a fireman? Um, What's the other one? And a, like no, a, an, it was an a, Indian, uh, right? An Indian and a uh, construction worker. We just needed a construction worker and an Indian in this, and they would have been the- <laughs> <laughs> very like. Do you think Verhoeven that's somewhere on a cutting room floor on the other? <laughs> like there's and a construction. I- like when when that uh second car car chase happens, where Michael Douglas is getting run over by Roxy, like they land in a construction zone. Do you think there was a construction worker there doing like the one of the other village people things, and it just got cut for time? Like <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he would have like forced a Native American in there, but it would have happened at some point. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Um. Okay. Anyway, what what else, Bruno? What else? What else do you have in your notes? I'm Gus looking up so Gus quotes because Gus Gus quotes were the fucking best. He was fucking great in this movie. <laughs> An old city cowboy is what he calls himself. Yeah, it, it, that was when when they were at the <laughs> when they were at the diner and Gus just is shit faced and yelling about pussy the whole time. <laughs> And then I love this is so 90s that Michael Douglas tries to convince him not to drive because he's like blackout drunk. <laughs> My favorite scene. And, My favorite fucking scene. And then Gus insists on it. Michael Douglas is like, haha, okay, bye. And there's no consequences. There's no consequences to that. Like I thought I was like, okay, well, Verhoeven is clearly like, I don't remember anything bad happening to Gus, but obviously Gus is gonna get into a car accident and die, right? No. No yeah. consequences. Just haha, he drove home drunk because he couldn't get the keys away from him. Hilarious. Hilarious. I mean, let, let's just say this. Gus is a responsible guy, right? He's not gonna <laughs> leave a car there taking up a parking spot. No, he's gotta get that home. That's not he's responsible. <laughs> he's like he's not gonna burden that business by taking up a parking spot. He's gonna drive himself home. He also, that means he also showed up in his own car to that diner, completely blackout drunk. But after Michael Douglas had already met him at the bar, which means Michael Douglas already went through this once with him, where he was he like- pre-gamed. He <laughs> pre-gamed to meet up with Michael Douglas. Then they went to a bar to, and then he got more shit-faced. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. It's, it's, it's great. hilarious. Loved hilarious. it. Loved it. I just like that it it was basically, at, what what year do you think? Was drunk driving no longer just like a funny thing that happened in movies? Like what after I what s- year? <laughs> I still don't think it's a. I, I, I honestly I don't think it's real. <laughs> what drunk driving? You don't think drunk driving yeah, happens? The, again, the people, the reason people uh crash when they're drunk, mm-hmm. when they drive they, drunk, is yep. because they never practice it. Oh, yeah, right. Obviously, you gotta yeah. you gotta ease your way up to it. You know what yep. I mean? Yep, yep, yep. That just that just makes sense. It's good old sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good old, good sense. old sense. Good old sense. <laughs> I think the year is 2005. <laughs> I think before 2005, you could drive drunk in a movie and it was just played for laughs. It was so, it was completely funny. And now yeah, there was a point. Yeah. <laughs> and we can say this. It is the, 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 the man, the man, 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 manliness of a kind of what's the proper word of, 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 of 
the manification of America. Okay. All right. Sure. What they're trying to do is they're trying to stop us from driving drunk because it's in, it's not responsible. You know <laughs> what I mean? You could kill someone. <laughs> no, it's dangerous. You 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 don't have all your reaction time. And yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. good state of mind. You and know? you can't all these see. <laughs> You have double vision. Yeah. Like these things ever really make you dangerous. Come on, dragon. Oh my god. Oh my god. So bad. Um, okay, anyway. <laughs> Should we stop talking about drunk driving in this? We have movie? not even we have not even talked about the fucking storyline whatsoever. <laughs> We're just talking about characters and the things that don't make sense. It's great. Because the storyline is like Michael Douglas is basically going insane trying to get everybody slash Sharon Stone to admit that, like, it was Sharon Stone that did this murder. And the way and he's subsequent trying to murders, get to admit, which are crazy. Here's the thing. The way he's trying to be a detective is not, let me investigate, let me look for clues, let me look no. for context, let me try to find out what you've been doing before, let me do that. Instead, his idea is like, I know, I'm going to get close to her and make her admit to it. Yeah. That's, Which, that's like, his plan. That's not going to be admissible in court. <laughs> no, be- especially when it turns out you banged her. Yeah. Immediately, they're going to be like, no, you can't. That's not no longer. You're The moment you bang her, she's you're off the case. I'm yeah. sorry, because you're you're not a reliable witness now. No, we can't use any any. All the evidence that you've used is out the fucking window. Yeah. I, he's just he's just the kind of he's the kind of cop that like i don't think exists in real life but maybe it does where he just again per hovo not understanding he's he just seen does coke a all the time movies he, he, he's seen a couple of movies and been like got it understand how american cops are i don't think he's wrong a hundred percent i just think it's like he's not wrong in the cops get away with a lot and like you know it's like things get swept under the rug and blah 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 but he's also not trying to say that what no. he's trying to say is like this is how cops are. They're yeah, yeah, hypersexual yeah. But that's and how, um But that's how Verhoven like that's how Verhoven gets any point across, right? It's not yeah, just this. Yeah, it's yeah, not just point. this. This is how Verhoven sees the world. It's he sees them yeah. in the loudest stereotypes you could possibly have. Like, like just like the biggest, most over the top stereotypes. It it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Um, what do you want to talk more about the plot? The plot is, I mean, actually, I mean, the plot is fairly straightforward. And again, they're trying to be like, could it be Sharon Stone or could it be the other chick he's banging? Yeah, is it Sharon and, Stone or Jean Triplehorn? Which yeah, I still think you end- could make an argument. No, no, I think yes. the entire the intention of the movie is to tell you it's Sharon Stone. Even um, can I just like, let's talk, can I t- talk about a little bit about Sharon Stone's uh, character? Yeah, go. Get number one. She's yeah. uh, bisexual because you know that's fucking hot, right? Dragon, yeah, hot. Uh-huh. high hot. five, high five. Oh, it's hot. That makes her more sexy because she's bisexual and she has a lesbian girlfriend. Am I right? It, yes, exactly. Who, yes. By the way, literally looks exactly like her to the point where I'm like, she's. You know what? That actually makes sense because she's so narcissistic. She uh, has to have sex with herself. No, I, it completely makes sense. It completely yes. makes sense. Yes. Okay, go ahead. And then, of course, like that, that, that chick is used to her banging dudes. But once Michael Douglas, the peak of manliness, right, Dragon? Sure. He's so manly that he immediately shows up and she's like, the, the, her girlfriend is like, Roxy. Oh, my goodness. Roxy is yeah. like, oh, my goodness. Now I'm threatened. Before, <laughs> when she was banging the rock star, who I thought would like, you would imagine that the rock star is like a manly man who, who you know, sure. is, is like sexually fucking the, the prime. You imagine he's dangerous to her mm-hmm. in her mind, but no, not at all. It's, it's Michael Douglas, the peak of manliness dragon. <laughs> the, truly the man's man of man's man. Mm-hmm. 
um yeah and basically oh they banged and now the girlfriend is jealous oh my goodness mm-hmm. michael again michael douglas is 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 the manliest man imaginable and uh what's it called he 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 called sharon stone and i'm quoting the fuck of the century yes and i'm like oh well of my- course she is because she got on top and then did the big <laughs> wave my favorite part about that is it makes me think that everybody else Michael Douglas has ever had sex with, it's been like sad missionary where he doesn't understand what four, <laughs> foreplay is, right? So it's well, like she's well, not even wet. It's just like... Well, I would agree with that. He banged Gene Dribblehorn and like bent her over and did doggy. After after he had sex with Sharon Stone, though. No, it was after he started being attracted to that. No, I thought they Remember, had had sex no, by that already. No, no, no. They didn't have sex until after that. Oh, really? I really thought it was I, before I'm that. 90% sure, but I made I, I remember putting that in my notes. But Oh, you know, if you put it in your be, notes, that's probably true. Or I could just be remembering things wrong. Yeah, that's true. And anyway, reading my it, notes wrong. It's also possible. <laughs> also and, possible. And you know what else is sexy, Dragon? What? It turns out Gene Triplehorn was also banging Sharon Stone. Sexy. Oh, my goodness. So much sexiness. Can you believe that? I just just love the idea that like they like in this in this universe, it's like the smallest of small worlds where everybody's the same exact age and went to school together. And like (laughs) it makes sense because San Francisco is such a small town. Everyone kind of knows each other. Right. Yeah. It's a tiny town. Population is 300 people tops. Maybe. So it's like everyone is in each other's business. Everyone knows each other. Of course would have met beforehand of course of course of course they they all they all went to berkeley the uh, the tiny school they called berkeley Mm -hmm. Um, of course roxy tries to kill the the fucking detective and dies in the process birdo yeah right dies in the process i so do you uh this according to blank check this movie was uh the filming of this movie in san francisco was uh picketed like people were boycotting it because Apparently the the script leaked or something about it leaked, and uh, people found out that it was about a bisexual woman who's murdering people, and the gay community was really mad that somebody who is gay would be portrayed in a negative light. In their defense, yes. In the nineties, mm-hmm. you could honestly say, especially the early nineties, you could honestly say, like, have they ever depicted a gay person? in a positive, positive light. And yeah. the answer would be like, very rarely. I mean, yeah, I remember, yeah. again, the, 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 hap- the same thing happened in Silence of the Lambs, where mm-hmm. they were like, oh, here's a, uh, even though the, but they, they were, expressly But say, they were wrong about it. <laughs> the, like the, oh, no. No, they were, because he was a, he was a murderer. She was no. a murderer. Or it's, I'm sorry, go ahead. I mean, I mean, in in for Silence of the Lambs, like they they were very explicit that he was not trans. <laughs> like that was like, uh, yeah, the yeah, most know, explicit but... part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he straight up says she, uh, he's not trans, but thinks he is. Yes. And the whole point is like, well, this is a fucking crazy person. Right. But anyway, more importantly, they picketed that. And I just remember the director of Silence of the Lambs was like, because like normally you see that stuff and you're just like, just shut up. Who gives a shit? Stop. Yeah, shut yeah. up. Go away. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm making art. Like stop, stop complaining. And I just remember the the uh, director specifically saw one of those like protests, picked up one of the pamphlets, and then he was like, "You know what? They got a point." And yeah. then the very next movie he made was Philadelphia. Yeah. And so you can say like again, like 
you you can complain about it and then he like at least the director was like you know what they got a fucking point and then yeah. he made philadelphia which was again a fucking phenomenal movie oh my god that movie is so sad holy shit yeah where where the the like you and, and again they they depicted the the gay characters in that as normal people yeah it's like fucking antonio banderas was a fucking uh his his husband and they were just yeah. like straight up married mm-hmm. and they were just like a nice and like clearly a sweet couple yeah <laughs> And then at one point, I just remember, like, at one point, um, what's his name? Tom Tom Hanks is in the hospital, mm-hmm. and Antonio Banderas, like, runs there, and he's, like, making a fucking scene. Like, where is the doctor? Where yeah. is the doctor? And uh, the doctor, one of the doctors is like, look, I, I understand, but just understand, like, I-, I could kick you out easily. You're not family. Yeah. And it was like, oh, yeah. Like, it, it was such a smart film that showed you the plight of the gay man yeah without shoving it in your face and hammering you over the head with it yes. like like movies do now basically <laughs> uh i mean i don't know i i i don't know One about thing like, is next over... week we're watching philadelphia <laughs> so sad i don't want to watch it again it's such a sad movie um, uh, I, I get you i get you but yeah it was like devastating to watch <laughs> I understand. Anyway, Dragon, back yes. back to this movie. But yes, yes. they well, of course they would protest because again, they did have a bit of a point. They had a point. You can be like, <laughs> listen. You can be like, shut up. You know, we're just making movies because it's it's in, that's here's the problem. Is like an individual person would be like, I'm just making a movie that I want to tell. Yeah. But then it's like as a whole, you're like, yeah, you guys, you're gonna have a point. And and it's you know what I mean. Yeah. But I do. You know, like, I do know so what I mean. I, I'm basically on both sides of this where I'm like, it's just it, it's art. Like yeah, uh, it's. You know, like it's hard. I don't know what to fucking tell you. And well, then the the other part is like, yeah, I kind of do have a point. Dragon. Well, there was like lesbian stuff in uh in um showgirls as well, and, and they were all they batshit were... insane. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they do have a point. Maybe the problem is Verhoeven. <laughs> Wait, Berto, did you watch Benedetta? No, I'm an adult. Okay, we'll watch it. We'll we'll watch it for this podcast. Speaking of Maybe. lesbian things, <laughs> Maybe. Um, and by okay. the way, I've seen many movies about um chicks that go to jail, and they're not always depicted in bad light. So I don't know what these people are complaining about. <laughs> okay, are you pre- are you referring to porn? What? <laughs> are you saying that pornography is the most progressive media we have? <laughs> I mean progressive and regressive at the it, same time i would argue it's mostly progressive because <laughs> they yeah. Like, yeah but your arguments are wrong a lot of the time <laughs> yeah but that's the thing like they're the people who are like i'm gonna show whatever they want because no one's gonna complain about the context they're just yeah. gonna complain that people are having sex yeah well i guess you could make the argument that it's the most pure form of uh it's basically, that is that is the mirror held up to our society isn't it <laughs> like the true mirror not the funhouse mirror <laughs> Yeah, the the mirror that we all pretend doesn't exist. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. We're, we've okay. been we've been we've already been talking about this for a long time. <laughs> we've been digressing a lot. All right, Dragon. Um, yeah. any? I guess we could talk about the ending, which is just like you know, I mean, I, it's honestly it's just narrative. So, I mean, yeah. if you see the movie, you you see the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I like it, it it the last scene, the last frame is an ice pick under the bandit that Sharon Stone was it, maybe reaching for. She was going. She was going to stab him. That's what's implied in that. That is it's not implied, even implied. Yeah. It straight up told you. Yeah, they well. straight up said, "Hey, um, she was gonna stab him in the fucking chest because he was. She basically was like, he was like, all right, what are we gonna do now?' And he's like, "We bang, we have kids, raise them, you know, whatever." I my and favorite. She, 
he goes like, I don't like kids. And then he's like, all right, then we'll just bang. Like, yeah. No big deal. And it's basically what she was about to stab him because she's like, oh, I don't want kids. So yeah. you're going to give me something I don't want. And then the moment he's like, eh, then what? Then let's not have kids. Then he's like, oh, okay, I guess I won't kill you. My favorite, my favorite part, my favorite part of that is that it implies that the second he wants something that she doesn't want, she's going to kill him. Like the second that they're ordering pizza and he wants pineapple and she wants like sausage, that's it. It's ice picks all the way. 100%. She's going to murder him the moment she's like, oh, this is no longer convenient for me. And she's going to, she, they've already established that she's a super genius. So she's going to figure out a way to make it make herself innocent and then play with the next cop or whatever the fuck she's doing yes it's great and honestly let's let's be honest with what the movie was saying is that she will go to the farthest regions the the greatest ends for Uh content content yes she is a content creator uh through and through and this is is like i need this is what i need to create my art yes (laughs) i need drama in my life (laughs) specifically that i cause (laughs) Mm -hmm. um all right bardo should we wrap it up then uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do that, Dragon. Okay. All right, Dragon, yes. final thoughts. Uh, I fucking love this movie. It's so good. The The dialogue is amazing. The directing is amazing. This movie fucking slaps. The, 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 the score is so dramatic, and it works so well with everything in this movie. Mildly mm-hmm. over the top, crazy, great. Tells you exactly how you're supposed to feel in any scene. Wonderful. Love it. 10 out of 10. Uh, I give this a okay. Ashley. <laughs> I love Verhoeven. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about you, Berto? Final thoughts? Um, final thoughts. Uh, I think it's a very well done 90s sexy thriller. Mm-hmm. And again, I've seen many of these because mm-hmm. they're just fun to watch. If I'm going to be completely honest, you want to watch something that just makes zero sense. No one, <laughs> like nothing under it makes sense. The dialogue is stupid. All yeah. these characters are fucking cartoon characters. It's yeah. a 90s sexy thriller. Um, and again, there are so many of these it's insane there was an entire show that was 90 sexy thrillers it's called red shoes diaries yeah that was on skinamax <laughs> so i don't know what the fuck was happening at that time that that movie studios were like we need to keep making 90 sexy thrillers it, um, it, but I, you know what i'm gonna be honest I, that sounds so much better than what we have now where everything has to be pg-13 yeah because yeah. they're like we we are trying to get we're trying to make movies that are for everyone yeah and then and what happens is you get movies that are just fucking bland and boring. And the I will say, like, it is it, one of the reasons I think people love the 90s sexy thrillers is they are movies for adults. Like, these are yes. adult movies. These are not for teens. They're not going to get that There's, audience. And nor should they. It's an adult You're not movie. getting comedy in any of these. There's no, no. like, quippy jokes. No. And meanwhile, There's... now it's like, you have to, if you're going to make an action movie, you got to put some, you got to put a joke in there. Making yeah. a horror movie, you got to make a, put a joke in there. Oh, you yeah. also can't show blood because you got to, you know, it's for the teenage audience. Like we have basically like created an entire form of cinema that is meant for the lowest common de- denominator. Denominator, yeah, it's true. Which is why like a movie like uh, fucking Top Gun comes out and fix, makes so much money because mm-hmm. then it's adults just being like, oh, this is a movie with no message. Nope. This is a movie with no political messages. This is a movie that's meant for adults. And also not it's it doesn't have like any it's not trying to talk, talk down to me. Like, how I would great argue, is this? I would argue that uh, Top Gun Maverick is like the most the, is like the most um, common denominator movie. Literally anybody can like that movie. But but the thing is that like they 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 weren't trying to make a movie that it's just different than every mother movie you've seen in, in the cinema i think marvel I think marvel makes the common denominator movies for sure 
they've definitely boiled everything down to that yeah. now. But um, no, you see it in a lot of movies where they're trying to go for the common denominator. Yeah. But I feel like Maverick was just like, nah, we're not going to like, we're just going to make a movie we think is fun. Like think, think of, of Dragon, what was your favorite movie last year? I That's right. RRR. I... <laughs> I did like RRR. That is a good one. And why, why is that movie great? Because you can see the love of yeah. these that that is put on there for being like, we want to say rah, rah, India. Yeah, that is what we want. And I feel like Maverick was that thing where we're like rah, rah, America, yeah. which is something we just don't get anymore. So and, and that's why it made so much money, because people kind of are like, I'm tired of feeling bad about things. Yeah. Why, why am I even talking about this? I'm talking about this fucking movie. <laughs> I know, oh, I know, I know. We, the fact that they don't make movies like this anymore, where it's just like we're making an adult movie for oh, adults. Yes, I, I agree with you. Though. They they do not make adult movie for adults anymore. Yeah. And it's just it's fucking annoying. So. Yeah. um, But yeah, like I, I like as much as I'm like, this is stupid. Nothing makes sense. I miss the fact that we would get movies for adults. So I, I'm confused by you saying this is stupid. and doesn't make sense because it's perfectly clear and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it is a if I watch it as what it's meant to be, which is a drama. Yeah, it's I'm going to give it like a six out of ten. The acting okay. is really good in it. The dialogue is fucking good. It's really bad. But if I watch uh, this as a hundred percent disagree, the dialogue is per- pitch perfect. <laughs> if I watch this as a satire, yeah. then I'm like, this is a fucking nine out of ten. But you <laughs> you can only watch a, it as a satire. Verhoeven you, only makes satires. While you say that, I a lot of people disagree. But anyway, yeah, yes. They're wrong. I, 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 I really I really enjoyed this movie overall. I would give it like a, a an eight out of ten. Okay. 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 I, I accept perfect. your eight out of ten. Yeah. Um, and but again, you were mentioning that they all got nominated for the Razzies. There's a reason why. You know why? Because the fucking Razzies is a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah. Who, they they're just a fu- bunch of uh, fucking nerds. I love how people bring up the Razzies like it's a thing. Yeah. If you ever see clips of the Razzies mm-hmm. of the Razzie Awards, it's you almost come away from it like sad. You're just like. <laughs> Bro, what the fuck? You guys don't know how to have fun. You're just yeah. a bunch of fucking nerds and the worst kind of nerds. Yeah. Like, not the fun nerds that we all love. It's the worst kind of fucking nerds that just complain about everything. Yeah. That's who you guys are. So, I hate, I, I no longer will ever be like, just because apparently uh, so Stallone won so many Razzies. And I'm just like, you guys just don't, you don't appreciate things. You don't yeah. know how to appreciate things. Yeah. Everything has to fit in your neat little circle. And if it doesn't, then you're just like, oh, it's a, it's a fucking Razzie. Such a shame. Well, I like that he's up from his nap and kicking again. Pretty much. Um, all right, Dragon. Yes. Uh, so that concludes our 90s sexy thriller week, right? It does. 90s, yes. 90s sexy thriller January. Yes. <laughs> it does conclude 90s sexy thriller January. All right, Dragon. I'm so... just glad we got Star Crash in there as one of our 90s sexy thrillers. <laughs> Star Crash, uh, Glass and, Onion, and, and, and Never think... Back Down. <laughs> <laughs> 90s sexy thrillers never back down next, it feels like a 90s sexy thriller made in the early 2000s next next week we start the rah rah america okay. rah rah america month right got it great <laughs> so we're gonna start next week with what i have i'm gonna say and i think many people will agree is uh-huh. the greatest film of all time okay, okay? Sure. we're gonna be watching rocky four yes our truly man's man film yeah rocky iv notoriously <laughs> notoriously called the greatest film of all time <laughs> by many people and by many <laughs> i mean me and yes. alejandro yes more than one so that uh-huh. is me. i can't wait um, for the training montage in this 
this movie came out in 1985. Dragon, mm-hmm. I got great news for you. 91 minutes. Wonderful. And it's I actually, cur- it's, now that you say that, I have no idea how long any of the Rockies are. They're all be- like they're all between 90 and 100 minutes, at least the, the, four, the first four. Interesting. All between 90 and 100 minutes, which okay. astounded me. I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you guys fit so much shit into 90 minutes. Right? It's such a, these are such thick, dense movies. I think, um, that, um, I think that maybe uh, Sylvester Stallone is a great filmmaker. <laughs> are you suggesting we have Sylvester Stallone month? Look, I'm just saying, we changed this into a Verhoeven podcast, but occasionally we yeah. throw in a Sylvester Stallone movie. And I would like to start with Rhinestone. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, well, this is on um, Netflix, by the way. Written, oh, yes. directed by Sylvester Stallone, starring Sly Stallone mm-hmm. and your boy, Dragon, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, it, it, notorious genius, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. I, yeah, for real. He is like actual a genius, not, genius, not, not even a joke. genius. Dragon, yes. do you know how many Stallone movies we've had on this podcast so far? I, I do not, actually. How many? We did, um, well, we did Demolition Man. Yep. Which uh, you love Demolition Man, right? It's good. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun uh, movie. Then, and we did, um, fuck is that movie where him in, uh, God damn it. I, uh, Tango and Cash. We did oh, Tango yeah, and Cash. Tango and Cash, yes, yes. Which is dumb, but I liked time. it. <laughs> your favorite movie of all time. <laughs> yep, yep. And we did Demolition Man, your favorite movie of all time because it depicts your uh, your dream uh, <laughs> My utopia. Your dream future. Your well, dream you can't utopia. have salt. You can't have salt or swear. <laughs> or curse. Or And you can't be offensive. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's uh, the. I feel like the older I get, the more the world is turning into that world from <laughs> Demolition Man. The mm-hmm. more, the, the older I get, the more I'm like, Wow, Demolition Man it fucking nailed the future. <laughs> Who would have thought? We all thought it'd be Terminator, but no. <laughs> no, apparently it's Demolition Man. That was the true fucking like uh, dystopian fucking future that we all had nightmares about. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Yes. I guess uh, I guess you can send us off now. Oh, oh okay, bye. Okay, bye.